0: Where we're at. We're clapping clapping cheeks and chewing bubble gum. I was trying to think of something no, we're all that out of bubble gum. With cheeks and I <laughs> I was out of words blanked. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings, the animated movie.
1: For okay. <laughs> For those of you that watched it with us yeah. k- kudos to you because holy shit. I yeah. did not like that movie.
0: <laughs> okay. And I think it should be just put out there that if you watch it now, it's bad. Straight up. This is a bad movie. Yeah. In historical context, though. Uh, of not I mean, having... Yeah, like you were saying,
1: we we, te- we were texting about this earlier. And yeah, yeah. the context of not having like peter jackson's lord of the rings i get it okay i get it without those it it is an interesting story it is something that could get people into fantasy get them into reading which i'm a big advocate for and it's it's a it's a cartoon so it's children accessible um but yeah it's it's rough to watch in 2021
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well let's start with this mr ryan if I may call you that. You you may. The court decides <laughs> that you may. <laughs> what did you like about the movie? And saying nothing is an acceptable answer. I actually
1: did like the an- the animation. Now, and, and for those of you that haven't watched the film, it is a hybrid of rotoscoped live-action film that's been made to look animated. And a- anyways, that I wasn't a fan of, but the actual animation of the film i i was very entertained by um (coughs) i of course like the story i don't know anybody who well there's a lot of people who don't like the story for lord of the rings but it's it's a very you know pretty good story to get invested in um and, and i think that as far as certain character motivations i think it was handled in a better way than the movie and that's just just in the beginning um some other stuff I, I don't agree with character choice wise, but I, I think those those are the positives I have for it. What about you?
0: Yeah. Um. So, the voice acting on some of the characters I thought were what like it was a really good voice acting job. The thing about it is, is <laughs> I'm like kind of split. Like half the characters I felt like were good voice actors. And it wasn't like the other ones were just okay; they were they were bad. <laughs> so uh, I think it may just have to do with how it's all put together. Um, but yeah, some of the some of the dialogue and the voice acting I thought was 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 really good. Um, and then the score, I did actually like. I thought it was just the music in general. I thought it was pretty good. But that's about it. Yeah. Um...
1: I, and and like I said, back to, to animation, I do think this felt more fantastical. Um, it is a fantasy mm-hmm. movie, of course, so I would hope that it is, but it did feel a little bit more fantastical than The Lord of the Rings, at least like the first couple movies and then the last movie. It's really, you know, big CGI action and blockbuster. Engine, yeah. So, um, but this one was definitely the... It, it scaled what I thought were the most peaceful parts of the book, and put them into a movie that could drive like a narrative of getting this ring to Mordor. So it's missing a lot of the nitty gritty, the good, the stuff that I think is the, the meat. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's why, yeah, I think that's definitely why I needed a trilogy of films. Like, and it was yeah. three, it was three books to begin with. So
0: yeah, and I. Uh... I was reading something about this, but it, it, it wasn't like, like it was made with the intention of there being more movies, but there they just never was or something like that. And it's like just like trying to be all of them at one time. I don't know. It's, it's just if you span it out, Because the books are very large, so if you span it out over a couple of movies, it just makes it, it almost makes it easier to digest. Because I felt like at the beginning, when the narrator is like trying to tell the story, I mean, that's like 30 minutes of screen time in the Peter Jackson movies, you know? And then he's trying to narrate the whole thing in like five minutes (laughs) when the whole thing starts, so even just at the beginning as far as how the books are portrayed uh, from my understanding because I've never read the books um, and as a reference point like with the the newer movies Peter Jackson movies uh, it seemed like that whole introduction of the universe is just like super rushed and there's a lot that they put into like the first few minutes and then the story just unfolds after that so as this yeah not the best way to go about it with so much information in from what we know in like the modern Lord of the Rings movies. So yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know that that was one of my big problems with it is I felt like anytime it was like a dialogue based conversation, right? It's not like, Hey, we're, we're walking and talking and having a good It was like, Hey, we're in a room. We're talking about our plan. It was all exposition. It was like, well, the ringwraiths are this and blah 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 blah. and this is the mountain called weathertop and now i get that based on the original work from jrr tolkien it is very wordy so it is kind of accurate to source material but that's what like one of the things that i think the live action series improved upon obviously was more show don't tell and this one is very much tell Definitely. you so we don't have to show you so we can keep this low rating as an animated film.
0: Well yeah, and it and it's almost like it's a like someone as a fan of the books made a movie as opposed to a filmmaker making the movies, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it feels more like a fan project than an illegitimate production.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to give it credit where credit's due. Uh, this had a budget of four million dollars, and it actually had a box office of thirty point five million. Oh, dang! In the U.S. and Canada, yeah, and then three point two million in the U.K. So it it did pretty well, actually. Oh, all things considered. Yeah, it did. It's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, there was. I'm trying to find this little article or something but i'm not i don't know yeah Uh, interesting little thing that i did find though um from the wiki page while i was trying to find what i was previously talking about is that the uh the director um he wanted to include music this is quote. i'm quoting from the wikipedia page so uh it says bakshi wanted to include music by led zeppelin but producer Saul Zainz insisted upon an orchestral score because he would not be able to release the band's music on his fantasy records label. So, I mean, I don't know the Led Zeppelin soundtrack to Lord of the Rings, the animated movie. That might have made it pretty cool. (laughs) uh, This
1: movie, okay, I texted Derek while I was watching it, and I told him that this movie feels like a fever dream. So yeah. now I know that I am I'm missing an a, a Led Zeppelin album to listen through the mu- the movie. Th- this changes yeah. everything.
0: In the alternate time, I want to be in the alternate timeline that Led Zeppelin did actually do the music for this movie because oh. there could have been some cool music at least that came out of it, <laughs> like just to be able to listen to. Even though I did like the actual score, I mean. That would have been pretty badass, in my opinion. But
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. It would have been very interesting. I, it's just so... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's such an interesting concept. And now I'm looking at the, the, like the information on IMDb, and it's saying that Treebeard, the tree, is the only character that's animated, and the rest of them are rotoscoped. Um, for those of you that are listening that don't know what rotoscoping is basically they film live action and basically trace uh, they transfer it onto the animated film and like make it look make them look the same so they take live action film color grade it, do all these things to it and then it looks kind of animated if when you if you watch the movie you will see it it's very jarring and it does take you out of the experience but it's like yeah, most it's the a movies. good
0: trailer there's a good trailer on YouTube. Just as a reference, because I wouldn't recommend that you pay for this movie, personally. Uh, so if you want to just see a clip of it, uh, just go on YouTube and type it in. The Lord of the Rings animated movie, it gives you a good idea of what, like, rotoscoping is. Because I didn't really know what it was at first. I just thought the animation was, like, really strange. I mean, I didn't dislike it. It was just, I don't know, it was weird. It's just not what I'm used to seeing from an animated movie. But yeah, yeah. So you can check it out on YouTube if you really wanna wanna see exactly what we're talking about.
1: It is definitely very different. So again,
0: not for everybody,
1: but it, you might like it. You you might you, who, you might not like it, but you might think who, it's interesting. Uh,
0: who is this movie for, Ryan? In today's oh. in, in today's Day and age, if you can, if that's even the correct way to say that. If I had to, uh, who's who should be watching this movie? Who
1: should be watching this movie? That's a good question. I think that this movie is going to be used a lot by twenty to thirty year olds to bridge the gap for their grandparents between this and the normal Lord of the Rings franchise. So they say, hey, okay, this is that person from the animated movie, remember? Yeah, I remember. And then you watch the normal Lord of the Rings trilogy, and you have a great time. Yeah. Who do you think should be watching this movie?
0: The only people that I feel like should be watching this movie, or will watch this movie, is if you've read all the books, you've seen all the movies, and you just need to scratch that Lord of the Rings itch just a little bit more that's who I feel like is watching this movie because as a regular as a regular person I I experienced this at one point because I'm not like this I'm going off on a tangent here but before we met really and even you know before we started this podcast I wasn't like a big movie buff I would just watch recent movies you know if it was cool when it came out I'd watch it or you know, the girlfriend and myself just wanted to watch a random movie on Netflix or whatever. We weren't really super in depth with uh, the movies that we watch. So, if I'm putting myself in the shoes of the casual person who's not a who's not not only not into Lord of the Rings but not a movie buff either, you you, you will probably never know that this movie exists. First off, uh. So you got to be a pretty big fan to watch it and if you respect anyone who you want to get into Lord of the Rings, I don't think you show them this movie mostly because it would confuse not I don't know about confusing it would make you it would make you put off more than it would make you interested in it if that you know if you're picking up what I'm putting down if you're smelling what I'm selling I, I am Derek
1: and I have to let you know that after reviewing the footage, uh, we decided that your answer is wrong. the The correct answer is the people that should be watching this movie is death row inmates <laughs> as a punishment. <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm just kidding. I no. it it wasn't terrible. Yes, it is something like if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan, I think you'll probably enjoy it. If you're a big like Lord of the Rings books fan, I maybe I'll, I'll say maybe. But overall, yeah. I think yeah, it sh- it flew over. It should. It probably will fly over a lot of people's radar. It'll probably have. You know what? There's probably some memes out there. It's probably got some meme history potential. Like there's probably some TikTok yeah. shit out there about this movie. Yeah. But yeah. But I I haven't done there's, the research. I apologize.
0: Yeah I. All all I know from our own meme history is for for what I know is very little. So. I, the the my immediate memory is recalling sixty nine four twenty and that's only the only thing filling my memory at the time. So,
1: I mean that's all I think about anyways.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, um,
1: yeah, just, okay, interesting movie choice we made this time.
0: Um, uh, okay, let's give it a rating here.
1: Okay, let's do this. Let's. Hmm. What should we rate it out of? Uh, I picked last time,
0: so you're up. Oh man. Let's just make it let's just make it simple. Uh out of a thousand and twenty. Percent? No <laughs> just the number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay number rating out of a thousand and twenty i would have to give this one 400
0: 400 yeah yeah i i can yeah i can f with that as the kids say I
1: f, as the children that's such say. a crit.
0: i don't know why i said that that's not something i ever say that's that was pretty lame yeah i would definitely agree with that Four hundred out of a thousand and twenty. It's just, it's hard to watch. Personally, it's just hard to get into and hard to watch because there is so much information just crammed into one movie. Number one, and number two, it's it's not told in it in in a way that's like appealing to keep my eyes on the screen. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to.
1: Imagine, if
0: you will. For for uh, me me
1: trying to paint a picture of this film, it's and and paint the scene, paint the scene for the compared to the other Lord of the Rings franchise or trilogy, the live action trilogy. It's like it's like playing Pong, right? This movie's like Pong, Mm -hmm. and it's very simple, gets the job done. And then imagine the Lord of the Rings series, or like the Xbox or the PS5, whatever Xbox seven twenty, whatever the new one is. Gets dropped in your lap and you walk, look at the greatest Spider-Man graphics or the greatest Red Dead Redemption Two graphics of your life, you'd shit your pants. If somebody in the seventies had the had a PS Five right
0: now, they would die. Their brain would explode. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's not. I, I couldn't find a more accurate comparison. I, I feel like, because it has the potential, but the technology, is not there and what they're trying to tell from the story just can't be done in that way and also can't be done in one movie. And I feel like with the, I mean, there's just issues with the production of the movie in general. Um, But with what was trying to be done, it's just, it's a failed attempt. And I mean, if you put a bunch of money, if you put a bunch of money into this movie at the time and made it strictly live action, it would be equally as bad. Yeah, probably worse. Probably worse. And I think that just has to do with not only what the genre has put out and how the genre has developed over time, uh, but even just the technology in general because there's not a lot of movies that i'm aware of and i may just be ignorant in this in this fact but there's not a lot of like famous go back and watch this you have to watch this like fantasy type movies from around this time or before 1978 so it's yeah, i mean it may be a pioneer in that aspect for trying to do something uh cool and an adaptation of tolkien's work but it just doesn't it doesn't hit the mark for me.
1: Yeah, and I mean let's let's let me let me double check this number to make sure that I'm giving you the correct information. So So this movie came out in nineteen seventy eight, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, so it's just an interesting time for animated movies in general. Because there's, like, not a lot. It's not, it, was, it was also one of the longest that had come out at the time. And I think that the only movie that had come close... Re, let me double... Yeah, I'm reading it. Okay, it's Fantasia. Fantasia. Uh, that was the only one that had come close. And so, I think that it was too adult to be a children's movie. Too children to be an adult's movie. And too long to be either so it just like you're saying due yeah. to limitations of the time and the technology and all that stuff um, yeah. so I, I think it's just a, a too premature product and like you said later on obviously when executed properly it's a very yeah. interesting story
0: yeah and it, and it's it's funny because if I mean we look at the past with you know 2020 vision so To be able to make an executive decision on what should have been done with this is pretty easy to do, but if you took this way of going about telling the story of the Lord of the Rings, um, and you just sliced it up and put it on TV, I mean, with the animation, I don't know, there's still problems with that aspect, but as far as telling the story goes... There may have been a better way to go about it, uh, putting it on TV. Just cut it up, you know, 30-minute blocks, and tell the story over a longer period of time because then you can do what I feel like the movie was trying to do, but better because you have more episodes, you have more screen time, all that stuff. Um, And you can really draw out the story... Uh, and not condense it in a way that makes it hard to swallow. Um, I know we always say like, "What would you do to change this movie?" But where there's so many, where, where it's just fundamentally like a difficult movie to watch because of all the things we previously talked about. The only thing that I can think of is just elongating it with like a TV run. You know, like a mini. Si- I don't. I don't know if that was a thing at the time. Uh, Obviously, TV was, but like a miniseries, you know, doing it in that way. I don't know if those were a thing or popular or whatever, but I feel like if you did it that way, uh, you could have some more success as far as, uh, you know, critically speaking, critical success and uh, with reviews and all that. Because it did come out with kind of the same review that we're talking about today. It was pretty mixed reviews and not much you know pretty flawed overall from from the reviews even at the time um and and up to now as well so yeah it's just
1: it's a lot and yeah that particular lot of stuff is just not my not my bag man and yeah yeah i what a stinker this one was. Man, really, it makes me appreciate <laughs> all the movies we've watched so far.
0: Oh, 100%. We have watched some really good films. We have, definitely. Not that I would change my rating, but I would watch Mortal, even though I gave that one a pretty harsh rating. I would watch Mortal over this. Like, if I had to do a redo, because, yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough it's one. Ruffaroonie. Rafaruni, but still would i feel like if you're the type of person that we talked about earlier like really into lord of the rings you've seen all the movies watch all the books you might get some enjoyment out of just seeing the story told in a different way because it's a you know it's just a different interpretation of the story even though it's pretty from what you're saying pretty accurate to the books uh, so if you're that type of person and you're super into it you may like it or just you know for shits and giggles if you want to give it a shot i mean go for it but if anyone asked me if they should watch this movie it would be a definite no
1: yeah <laughs> i'm never gonna recommend this to anyone ever
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Like I said, if you have to watch it, it should only be used under the context of helping your older relatives understand the current Lord of the Rings films, and the new Amazon Prime series that's coming out. Um, Should not be used for anything else besides death row prison inmates. Just so. (laughs) I I haven't changed I haven't changed my stance on that. Just the movie's not as bad as I said it was.
0: Yeah. Definitely definitely agree well man uh all right what else to say nothing really not much else to say what's
1: your if you did you have any takeaways from the movie i know normally we we do talk about what
0: did what did you learn what you did you get any life lessons from this film no and that's another thing that i feel like is makes it makes it hard to give this you know a better rating or a better review is because i know the story being told with the new movies so there's something to be taken away from that and this just tells that same kind of tale of you know of frodo with the ring and the corruption and all that good stuff yeah uh and this this movie just tells it in arguably a worse way so no I did not take anything away from this and get any life lessons. Good to know. Yeah. I'm guessing you had the same thoughts, but...
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I learned in this one that, like, Frodo and Sam are legitimately gay for each other. There's, like, multiple moments where they're, like, talking about love and stuff, so, or some, some other character is, and they, like, look at each other and put their hands on each other. And it's very, like, the movie... I always kind of got that vibe, but they never really did anything. It was just kind of some long stares. I was like, well, "This is kind of a little too bro-y for me." Yeah. But this movie, full on, is like, "No, we're in love." So it's it's interesting.
0: That that's the, the it just means they were woke as fuck when they wrote this movie.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Way more may, way more woke than you. Yeah. Way. In 2021.
1: incel Ryan. <laughs>
0: just so just so everybody knows, Ryan is a verified and published incel. So if you ever want to get some <laughs> some tips and tricks from him, you just, just hit him up. Yeah, I'm
1: engaged. It's, hard to, being a, it's hard to be celibate <laughs> when you're engaged, but, you know, <laughs> you make it work.
0: Yeah. Work. All right, man. Yeah. What should
1: we watch next time? Oh gosh, I don't know. Did you pick this last movie? I think we saw. I think you were like going down the list, and I was like, "Oh, that one's rough." And then we just decided to yeah. watch it so we could be traumatized.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it did. It didn't quite do that, but it got pretty close. Yeah, it did get pretty close. Um. Okay. I, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot something your way. Tell me what you think about it. Okay. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah came out this year.
1: Uh yes. I know what you're talking about. It has Daniel Kaluuya in it. Uh yeah,
0: it's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it does.
1: Um what's it is it streaming?
0: I think it's on HBO.
1: Okay. Yeah, if it's on HBO, I've got HBO Max, so I can do that. Um sure man, let's do it. Let's do it to it, Lars. Let me
0: confirm let, let me confirm this for hang on. We may have to make a change here. Because if it's, if it's not on HBO Max, I'm not going to watch it. Because I'm not going to pay for it. And that's just. That's, that's, just that's how where it goes. we're at
1: right now. It's pandemic.
0: Yeah. It's just. Okay. Need that. Stu- need that. Free, free. I need
1: the studio information. If I know what studio maybe I know Okay, yeah, so, so it's on HBO it says, Max. Yeah, that's what the poster says for it.
0: It says that it's only on. I'm reading this article. It says it's finally premiered on HBO Max, but you'll have a limited amount of time to watch it. Uh there's a 31-day release on HBO Max. Uh or wait. Du, du, du. It'll be available to stream on HBO Max until Sunday, March 14th. So, it's not on HBO Max anymore. Okay. Dang. Dang dang dang. Okay. Um we need a refresh on what we're watching.
1: I've I've got one, but
0: I want to make it. sure
1: it's streaming first before I float it as an option. Because if it's not, I'm just Kay. not going to do that. Okay. Because I, I have it on DVD, but that's because I'm a big old nerd fan of it.
0: Well, what is it?
1: Um, it's The Count of Monte, Monte Cristo. It came out in 2002.
0: The Count of Monte Cristo.
1: well if it, if
0: it if it but if it came out in 2002 you can rent it at least yeah it'll be online it, and i'm fine with it okay. yeah i'm just not paying the twenty dollars yeah to like you know get, I mean? get the brand new movie that
1: was free a
0: while ago <laughs> yeah. yeah i will pay the 299 or 399 to rent it when it comes to rent but that's about it if i'm paying 20 bucks this is okay let's get into this right now i i need to ask you this okay Okay, so when it comes to a theater experience, is are you how how are you about going back to the movies? Like, if they come out with all brand new movies and they're all streaming, will you never go back to the movies, or maybe just sometimes? Or
1: I will be very. I, I'll, I'm still going to go to the movies. I'm just going to be. I love the movie theater experience. You you you. We're very good friends. You know this about me. I love going to the movies. I had. Yeah. AMC Stubbs A-List. It was put on hold because of COVID, so I haven't reactivated it yet, but like once I get my second vaccination shot, uh, your boys go into the movies all the time. Yeah. Because I miss okay. it, and I need it.
0: Okay. Strong opinion on that. I kind of figured, but I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm. I'm good at home theaters just not okay i'll go and watch like some crazy action movie in the theaters but it's like a drama or pretty much any other type of movie probably won't be going to the theaters. yeah like our our
1: thing is like yeah like you're saying like the big action movies and then i'm a big fan of going and seeing horror movies in the theater i think it's ultimately scarier because it's a big old empty space that you like. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, I don't know. For me, those are the two ones that I'm like, I love going to theaters for those two genres.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fair to say. Uh, Yeah. Well. uh, I mean, if they don't come out... It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it depends. Because if a movie comes out and I really want to see it and they stop putting it on the stream services or whatever. Yeah. You know, then I'll, then I'll be like, okay, well, fine. I'll go and see it in the movies, but... Oh no just some I've had not great experiences in the theaters the last before the pandemic the last like three or four times we went to go see a movie That's true and I was uh, with you like most of
1: those times
0: Yeah well we, okay so when we saw what did we see in Arizona
1: We saw Star Wars the, the episode 9 Star
0: Wars yeah Didn't like the movie it, anyways but then there was people in front of us and they were being super annoying That wasn't a good time and then we saw another one. I think it was Brightburn.
1: Yeah, I think it might have And
0: there been. were people being – yeah, we saw that in theaters. And it was cool to see it in theaters, but, again, people being annoying in the theaters. And, I don't know. I just don't like dealing with people in that way because I don't say anything. I'm not the type of guy who's just going to be like, hey, you need to you know, keep down or whatever. I don't know. Try to keep a low profile <laughs> everywhere I go. And I'm not going to say anything to a manager because I don't – it doesn't bother me that much, but still enough to make it to where it's not watching movies in my house. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I think, I don't know. My, my, my hope is that, and, and I don't, I want, I obviously want to support the film industry and I want people to go out and support the film industry as well. I think the biggest thing for me is like, and I think, if there was a company that did this I would sign up for it but I wish that there was like a terms of service of like hey you're coming into our theater to watch our movie by doing that you're accepting these terms of service to allow for us to allow you to watch the movie i.e can't be on your phone can't be talking can't be causing issues yeah like and then if those things are in place and known to everybody that hey you can't be a piece of shit at the movies and bring your fucking two-year-old in there and screaming and you know yeah. like and you're, you're a parent right you would never do that because you're irrational and that's one of the other reasons I'm assuming you probably would just rather do it at home less issue less hassle with kid childcare right So so I think if those terms of service were made as kind of a general rule by theaters, and people were, it it was kind of this social contract that's created, I feel like the movie-going experience would be amazing for everybody that goes, and then the, the bad situations, the businesses, because they have those terms of service, could kick those bad customers out, but... Again, yeah. Th- that's I don't know how from a legal perspective or a constitutional freedom perspective what that looks like, but that's just my thoughts.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, unless you're, I feel like unless you're making a real big fuss about it, no movie theater is gonna be like, hey, you can never come back because they want you to come back.
1: Yeah, they want your business. You know. Yeah. Just don't be a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, that's that's my problem. And it's not even people being big pieces of shit; it's just little things that annoy me that make it to where being at home. The kid thing is a whole other thing. You're well. <laughs> well, it is. It is a
1: big deal, even if it's a little thing, because you're in a space where you're expected to be quiet. That's that's my problem. Yeah, you're expected yeah, to be quiet and not make any noise. And so, like people that are doing that maliciously, even if they think you know that that's just their comfort level. It doesn't matter. You're expected to be quiet to pay attention to the movie. If you want to be loud, you wait till that movie yeah. comes out at home. So, again, it's kind of a social contract thing, but also there, it's it's a complicated problem.
0: Yeah. And then you have situations. Like when we saw uh, at the Avengers one. Oh, yeah. Endgame. In the theaters. When we saw Endgame in theaters, I saw all the movies before. So I was like. You know, I knew the story and I was into it, but you have like fanatics that are there watching it and people are like loud. They're like clapping and screaming and it was, when it was I also was,
1: opening. It was premiere night. So it,
0: yeah, that's kind of, but I don't have a problem yeah. with that, but, but I don't have a problem with that because I mean when the entire movie theater like you <laughs> this is the cra- no not the craziest experience, but it was one of the most interesting experiences that I ever had when I went to saw that movie. There were so many people like cheering and being excited and it like got me excited because it's not one person in front of the row on the phone or with a screaming kit, the entire theater's going ape shit. Yeah. And then you have the entire movie theater like crying. Like you could hear people like sniffling and like sobbing And then that made it even better. So it's like, I don't know, it's a toss-up. Because that kind of experience was cool. I would definitely want to do that again. But if I'm going to see, you know, the Count of Monte Cristo at 12 o'clock in the afternoon on my day off, I don't want some little kid running around or somebody talking on the phone or whatever it is. So, I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And and that's the thing, too, is... It's also about what you're expecting. So, if I'm going on a Friday night, I know it's probably going to be a little bit busier. But if I'm going to watch, you know, a rated R horror movie, uh, especially when we lived in Idaho, right? It is a religious community. But, like, even here, I don't think a horror movie on a Tuesday night would be super booked. So, it's it's all yeah, about true. knowing, like, what you want to get out of the experience and planning accordingly. Yeah. Big franchise yeah. movies, big blockbusters, I always know those are going to be busy in theaters. So, I, I'm prepared for the people. It's like you're saying. It's when there's, like, the people that are like, oh, I'm going to talk the whole time or whatever. Those ones are the ones that make it a bad experience for me and for everybody.
0: Yeah. 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 Well... Anyways, we
1: we discourse. Tangent. We we got on a tangent about the movie going experience, but we're just excited to have it back. What do you guys are you guys excited for movies to come back?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let us know. I want I want to hear from our fan listening. It's, it's me, uh, it's With a mustache. <laughs> 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 it's me with my sh- with a beard shaved <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I definitely would like to know. Uh, Post that on our Twitter. Are you excited for the movie going experience? Yay or nay? And I'm in the nay camp. Ryan's in the yay camp. So we got someone's got to be the tiebreaker. So mom, if you're listening, <laughs> break the tie for us. And you better vote the right way. It's <laughs> yeah. like if you ever want to yeah. see your grandson again. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will tell her that <laughs> and she will know that it's at risk. <laughs> so the count of monte cristo yes that's what's uh up.
1: it's two hours oh, 161 minutes or no that, that's not right hold on that's like three hours i'm pretty sure it's 131 <laughs> yeah. minutes hold please okay
0: yeah because i was about to i was about to say no thank pass, you if hard that was pass the case
1: right? yeah hard pass on,
0: on three hard hours. pass um 131 minutes running of, time yeah
1: 131 minutes so it's I I think it's it's a pretty tight runtime and it gets a lot done in that time. So
0: yeah,
1: let's yeah. do it. Cool. All right, guys. For those of you that are watching or list listening, um, if you would like to yeah. watch it before, that's that's the episode, and we'll post them on the Twitter. letting yeah. Everybody know. Anything else you want to say before we close it out?
0: Uh No.
1: (laughs) Okay. That's fitting based on the movie. I, in closing, would also like to say no. And uh, stay safe out there. Have a good night. All
0: right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. See you later.